재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Doctor, doctor, I'm sick of Trishok. Oh, then what you need is a little bit of Solal. <laughs> oh, first of all, that's almost five months away. Second of all, I'm not joking. Oh, did you actually want some medical tidbits? Yes, it may feel like the weekend, but it is the middle of the week, and that means we have medical tidbits. The most professional, unprofessional medical unprofessionals you'll ever meet, Bajaj and myself, have our doctor's uniforms on to give you the best advice when it comes to taking care of you and your family during the Chuseok holiday. That's right, and some of you are going to be going away on your way, as Ig Young and said, at, for an eight-hour trip down, down to Gwangju. Oh my goodness, I feel Take for you Take care if you're, if you're on the roads. Take turns, actually, if you're Take on a, the roads. I tell you what, go to a rest stop and have some of those potatoes. No, if you go to a rest stop nowadays, uh, or at this time, it'll yeah. take you forever to get back on the road. First of all, the lines are oh, going to be huge. Okay, but you can get those potatoes. You know, they, they sort of they roast them on the pan with a little bit of sugar or a can little bit of salt. Can somebody get Paul some potatoes? Thank some you, potatoes, Sandra. please. Yeah. Anybody? Stats? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, yes, you could, be, you could be going on holiday. You could be visiting your... your uh, family's grave sites, your ancestors' graves. You know, very often people are cleaning the area or going to perform various ceremonies. But there are some things to watch out for there. Exactly. Uh, I think not too long ago we had some uh, news about mites and ticks yes. uh, being up in the mountains. So we want you guys to be aware of those bites. Now, uh, the word is kamushi, if I'm saying that correctly. This is from the Japanese uh, word tutsuga, uh, meaning illness, and mushi meaning Insects. So basically, certain bites from these mites and ticks that can be found uh, up uh, uh, in the countryside or in these mountains can cause it to this disease through bacteria that they carry. Yeah, you have to be very careful there. And it's not just those. There's also things like leptospirosis. It's an infectious uh, disease uh, that's passed from uh, humans uh, around to animals as well, uh, coming from contaminated areas, uh, uh, water and soil contaminated with infected urine. And it's caused by the uh, pathogenic spirochetes of the genus Leptospira. So be very careful if you're going around. Make sure you put uh, you put sheets down if you yeah. Going out for a picnic or wash your hands when you come back from a nice long walk. Yeah, I mean, leptospirosis, that just sounds, you know, pain. You don't it doesn't wanna, sound nice. No, no. it doesn't. Uh, what other things don't sound nice is uh, the viral hemorrhagic fevers, the VHF uh, for short. So these hemorrhagic fevers uh, viruses are mainly, um, they're said to be zoonotic uh, diseases caused by viruses that usually reside in these animals or um, arthropods, a host that may serve as a, a vector. So these viruses are usually transmitted among um, animals or, as I said, the arthropod host. However, the viruses itself carried in these animals or arthropods can be transmitted to humans as well when we come into contact with urine, feces, saliva, or other bodily fluids of infected animals or arthropods. So if you are out in the mountains, you definitely want to wash your shoes afterwards. Yeah, You, you don't know what you're going to be stepping in. Exactly. You want to put a mat down or a blanket or something like that if you're sitting down. And also wear long sleeves, okay. long trousers, long yeah. pants, uh, no sandals, uh, 
make sure you got some good boots for walking and some socks as well and hopefully you'll stay away from that uh, that's one of the dangers that can be associated with chusok mm-hmm. but let's be honest most of us uh, are not going to go for a walk most of us are going to be staying at home and doing the one thing that uh, we love but can be bad for us eating chowing down yeah I, you know it's all about the food and plate after plate of meat and pancake and fish and soup is coming to you and all sorts of problems can occur. That's true. What I really like is the fish pancakes. These uh, the Seng 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 Oh, it's my favorite. Dip in a little bit of homemade soy sauce, little dipping okay. sauce. Mm. For me, it's all, it's all about the spring onions. Just give me a simple, a simple spring onion pancake and I'm a happy man. Okay, well, I'm talking about the good parts of uh, these fish pancakes, but the bad parts oh. is sometimes they come with the gashis. You know, the bones. the bones are sometimes still in there, which will sometimes prompt to choking. You know, oh so- it, yeah, there's all sorts of things. You you swallow something the wrong way, and suddenly you find you got something lodged in there. It could be a <laughs> bone, it could be a piece of food, it could actually be a piece of spring onion, or you never know, a piece of rice like a papur. Uh, yeah. Went down the wrong hole. And when it gets stuck in your throat or in your windpipe and it blocks off the flow of air, this can be very, very dangerous. So you need to know what to do if somebody is choking. Um, generally, you look out for the indications of choking. So it's going to be somebody clutching their throat if they can't talk. If Banging they have, on the table. Yeah, difficulty breathing, noisy breathing. If they're trying to cough but they can't cough properly, if their skin, if their lips or if their nails turn blue, if they start to lose consciousness, uh, you know that the, they're suffering. You know, right. I think we, we've all seen seen this happen, uh, usually to a lesser extent. We know what the warning signs are, and sometimes if we swallow something the wrong way, we know what it feels like. Yeah. The main thing is uh, five and five. That's right. This is the basic, uh, I guess, uh, reaction. What we would do is give five back blows and then perform five abdominal thrusts, also known as a, fi- a Heimlich maneuver. Now, most of these uh, will go away with the back blows, you know. You just kind of pat them down with five hard taps between the person's shoulder blades with the heel of your hand, the uh, palm yeah. of your hand. Yeah, so we're not punching, we're just <laughs> we're, 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 we're hitting with the heel there. Right. And then the Heimlich maneuver. Now, uh, you may have seen this in movies and all sorts of stuff. This is where you stand behind the person. You're going to wrap their arm, uh, wrap your arms around their waist. Uh, you want to tip them forward slightly, make a fist with one hand, and uh, position it just above the belly button, just above the navel. Grasp the fist with the other hand, and then you press into the abdomen. And you're pressing not just in, but also up at the same time. A mm-hmm. quick upward thrust, as if you're trying to lift them up. So you perform that five times. So five pats on the back, five abdominal thrusts, and if it's uh, if it still hasn't helped, if the blockage is still there, then you can repeat that process again. Um, hopefully it's not going to get to this stage, but if, if the person does become unconscious, then uh, standard CPR, chest compressions, rescue breaths are all good things to do here. Um, if uh, you're dealing with someone who's pregnant or someone who's obese, you have to position your hands a little bit higher than normal. You want to go to the base of the breastbone, the base of the sternum, uh, just above the joining of the lowest two ribs, and you can perform the abdominal thrusts from there. That's true, but uh, do, don't clear away the airway of the person with your fingers. Uh, some people try to do that, may, maybe get their fingers down the throat to see what's going on inside, uh, unless the blockage is visible, you know, yeah. unless there's a big piece of food, uh, and you can easily get it out because there's a risk that you'll actually push the food of the object 
deeper into the airway, especially with the young children as well. So, uh, absolutely, eat there, slowly. Yes, and uh, there are less less serious problems like indigestion. Our recommendations would be a little apple cider vinegar or some meshil. You know that sour green Korean plum. Yeah. That uh, that juice can help. Mint or chamomile tea, baking soda, ginger slices. They're all really good for helping you if you're feeling a little dodgy in the stomach area. Sure thing. And if all goes to fail, there are these acupuncture uh, pressure points. Some people say that underneath the knee or maybe some some foot points or hand massages yeah. even work as well. Uh, top tip, ask your granny. Yeah. She knows where she She'll knows know where all. to push. Exactly. In any case, that's it for medical tidbits. Stay safe, stay healthy and enjoy your Chuseok. It's the end of part three. Here's Katy Perry. With Firework. Plastic bag drifting through the wind, wanting to start again. Do you ever feel this so paper thin, like a house of cards, one blow from caving?